This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the Minnesota Wild tonight in the Twin Cities. Al Koken on the lineup for this evening and also his experiences on Minnesota culture on the off day. Good morning, everybody. Today is Tuesday, January 23rd. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. The second game of a four-game road trip for the men of Spencer Carberry starts tonight here in downtown St. Paul. The Caps in the wild with a date in Denver tomorrow against the Avalanche. The trip finishing up on Saturday in Dallas. That'll take us up to the All-Star break. On the show here this morning, Al Koken from Monumental joining me. We discuss a whole lot of things, including our day out and about in the Twin Cities. Well, Al, thanks for joining us as the Capitals taking on the Wild here this evening. We had a chance to watch practice at XL yesterday, and Alex Ovechkin skating alongside Connor McMichael and Alexei Protus. Spencer Carberry said it a lot. He's still trying to find combinations that work, and this looks like the latest incarnation that we may see against Minnesota tonight. John, isn't it odd? We're halfway through the season, and we're still looking for who the best center, who the best line mates are. For Alexander Ovechkin, I thought he was—he looked more like the old Ovi in the game against St. Louis in Washington. Nobody looked like themselves in the game in St. Louis, so it's kind of tough to judge. But you would hope that those uh, few games he missed to kind of get better, whatever the variety of ailments he's been going through. But at the same time, Spencer's got to kind of walk that balance. It's difficult to break up the McMichael Protus mantle line, but you know they really haven't been doing much lately. Obviously, the line that's been creating a lot lately has been Strom, Pacioretty, and Oshie. So you keep them together. You keep the Dowd. Dowd moves back, keeps that line together. So it's an interesting juggling match. He tries to keep a couple lines that are working and then find combinations for a couple lines that still have to get something going. And as I said, it's crazy to think halfway through the season we're looking, hey, who's the best center to play with Alexander Ovechkin? Well, you mentioned the line with Pacioretty and Strom and Oshie. I mean, that's the number one line right now. And with what Pacioretty has shown us not necessarily in goal production yet, but it seems to be close. He's gotten some playmakers here along the way. I like what he brings. I especially like what he brings on the power play, and it seems like even though he hasn't quite broken through for the goals and that's what he's known for, there's a lot of good things in his game that could help this team in the second half. Everybody still knows he's a six-time 30-goal scorer. All the teams that play against the Capitals know they cannot just leave him abandoned and put all of your concentration on Alex Ovechkin on that power play. And what did we see? We saw T.J. Oshie wide open on numerous occasions because there's only so many guys you can cover with four people out there. I don't know about you, but as somebody who's kind of watched Pacioretty from afar, certainly knew about the goal-scoring prowess with that great release. Certainly knew he was a captain and a leader, obviously, in Montreal. But then you start seeing him do the little things. And you just the word that just comes out to you is pro. He's just the consummate professional. All the little things he did, the, the very first assist he got with a beautiful lift check. You know, all those things really kind of add up. And it certainly doesn't look like now that he's kind of got his legs under him, it doesn't look like he's a match patcheretti that's been disabled in any way because of the multiple surgeries, because of the Achilles tears. He just looks like Matt patcheretti And so this, to me, is kind of the more fascinating part of the second half of the season. Where do you build him up to get to be? 
And is this the perfect complement as long as T.J. Oshie can stay together? One of the things that Oshie has said is it's easy to play with Strom and Pacioretty because we're three guys who kind of think the game alike. And if you can get that as a weapon, and what did we just talk about? If you can find one combination to get Alex Ovechkin going with a third and a very, very good fourth line, you've got something there for a change where all year long Spencer Carberry has kind of had to throw people in different positions. If it's Lapierre airplane center now we ask you to play wing oh your left shot oh go but on the right side because we don't have anybody there tonight now it looks like you've got guys slotted in the right spots and with the right people this is going to be a very nasty stretch after a game in st louis a couple of days here in minnesota the game finally here tonight it's about to kick into high gear with a game here tonight in Minnesota and tomorrow in Denver against the Avalanche. Both goalies are going to see work. Darcy Kemper, I kind of got the feeling today he's going to be the guy who starts against the Wild, which would leave Charlie the unenviable task of having to face the Avalanche in a back-to-back. But this, with goalies and otherwise, this is going to be a very difficult stretch. And a week ago, I'm looking and saying, well, the Blues are kind of struggling to find themselves. The Wild are certainly struggling to find themselves. But these last couple of games with the Wild, they found themselves five power play goals in Florida against a very good Panthers team. Then they come back from behind on the road in Carolina against a good Hurricanes team. Now, suddenly you're like, whoa, maybe they have found themselves. Kaprizov looks like he's back to being Kaprizov. So they're starting to get healthy. And that's a dangerous sign for the Capitals. Brian McClellan, the general manager, travels a lot. So it's not unusual that he's on this trip. He's still lives here in Minnesota. But the fact that he is going to Colorado and is going to Dallas says to me he's really looking at this to get a much better read on we may be mathematically in the hunt, but are we really there if we have poor performances against Minnesota, Colorado, and Dallas? If they're kind of reminiscent more of what we saw in St. Louis, does that kind of shade his hand on what he's going to do at the trade deadline, even if the numbers still say, hey, you know, they're only two out of this spot or three out of that spot. Is he really getting more of a better read on his team now that they're pretty much healthy? Obviously, Sonny Milano's not there, but we did see in practice yesterday that Rasmus Sandin is a possibility for tonight. So you look around and it's pretty much your group. And even though Rasmus and, you know, a couple other guys who have missed time with playoffs or with injuries have got to play themselves back, this is pretty much, as I said, your group. And if you're Brian McClellan, what does this group show you in these three games? And this game specifically, after you lose in St. Louis with what's coming tomorrow, with what's coming on the weekend, two of the top teams in the Western Conference are coming your way. I feel like there's some urgency to this one tonight. Yeah, and I I did like Spencer Carberry commented it after practice that it was a really good practice a spirited practice. We have seen the Capitals bounce back. One of the things I've noticed is we really haven't seen a great winning streak or a great losing streak for this Washington Capital team, you know, once they kind of got by the early part of the season. So it is going to be intriguing to me, the response. I think this coaching staff has been very good about getting resets from this team when they've thrown in a clunker. And that's why I think tonight is going to be fascinating to see. Because, again, if you had to pick one of these next three games to say, this is probably the better shot, particularly with Colorado not only waiting for you, but has been off for a while, you could really say, okay, this is the game to get. And then let's see what else you can do in the final two. But if you get whitewashed on this four-game road trip, 
that's going to be a very, very telling tale to me. Getting away from the game and getting out of the rink a little bit, you had the chance, sir, a Minnesota delicacy, the Juicy Lucy yesterday, Matt's Bar, the originator in South Minneapolis, and we had a chance to go there and check that out. It is a burger that is basically coated all through the inside with melted cheddar cheese, so it's fat-free, it's terrific for you, obviously. Your thoughts on one of Minnesota's treats for the world? Well, first of all, we thank you as our Minnesota guide for guiding us there and recommending this. I did find it very interesting. This is the first time I think the waitress ordered for us. There was no, and, 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 and folks, if you have not been to Matt's Bar, there's Juicy Lucy, there's a hamburger, there's a cheeseburger, there's a double cheeseburger, and there's a grilled cheese sandwich. That's Those are your it. options. You know, if you if you're coming in looking for, can I get is the kale salad available today? That won't work at Matt's bar. And she comes up and says, "I assume you're all here for the juicy Lucy." We all go, "Yeah." Uh, pickles and onion, yeah. Surprise, yeah. <laughs> and that was it. So we really didn't do any ordering, and it was worth every bit of it. And you did warn us, as she did as well, be very careful when you bite into it because it is like molten lava coming up. So if you're very, very careful, you can have the full Juicy Lucy experience. And it was truly spectacular. I I thank you for guiding us there and the recommendation. And I feel like I really now have spent a, a much greater part of Minneapolis than I should have if I just wandered around the hotel. Yeah, there's a lot of imitations out there with the original we got a hold of yesterday. We also did some fun stuff on TV, something that will be coming up here. I don't know if it's tonight or tomorrow, but at some point you and I had a chance to talk with Charlie Lindgren and Nick Jensen about their Minnesota knowledge. We got two guys on this team, born, raised, went to high school here, and we quizzed them in a room yesterday. Well, once again, uh, John is underselling his role in all this. I'm not sure if it's going to be on tonight's broadcast of the Caps and Wild or the following broadcast the next night in Colorado. But John Walton, as good actors do, they can play any role. We asked John, can you play the ordinary Minnesotan? And John played it to absolute perfection. And then we had John ask the question. So you did both so brilliantly. And I hope people tune in to not only watch your fine work, but great the cooperation of both Charlie and Nick as we had some fun with some fun who knows Minnesota best questions. And both of those guys, I can't thank them enough, but you are the star of the show. So I want to make sure people tune in to watch the fine turn as both ordinary Minnesotan and questionnaire that uh, John Walton pulls off. Yeah, ordinary Minnesotan, really outside my comfort zone there. Al, thank you so much. We'll watch for that on Monumental tonight. Thanks for joining us here and uh, onward from here to Denver. Thank you. We got some gumbo later on. Yes. (laughs) Maybe we should consider doing more food-related topics with Al. Gumbo we find in Denver. Juicy Lucy's we find here. That's Al Koken from Monumental. It's the Capitals in the Minnesota Wild at 8 Eastern tonight, 7.45 airtime on 106.7 A Fan and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7. Heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great game day Tuesday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.